0: Hey everyone, welcome to 10 Movies, where every season we focus on one actor through 10 of their most iconic movies. This season, we're going deep into Dwayne The Rock Johnson, a cultural and now cinematic touchstone. I'm Hemel Javeri, and with me as always is my wonderful co-host and friend, Brian Minter.
1: Yes, thank you for having me here. I'm very excited to join you in the podcasting studio this evening, (laughs) which is your kitchen table.
0: Yeah, it's actually our dining table. So, yes, that's where we're hanging out.
1: But I'm extra excited because we're going to talk about the movie Jumanji.
0: Welcome to the jungle.
1: Welcome to Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle to differentiate it from the original Robin Williams Jumanji of the 90s.
0: Rubber bullets. Big mistake. Woman... I am the Calvary. I'm what you call an ice cold can of whoop pass. You want to catch wolves? You need wolves. Let's go hunting. <laughs> Jumanji is one of those films that there is a whole period of remakes happening, and uh, I think this might actually be better than the original.
1: Yeah, this feels like a real remake, like a totally new thing that just has the same weird name.
0: But yeah, this week we are talking about Jumanji, another kind of notch in the rocks belt of making like 18 movies a year that he does. He's a prolific man. <laughs> Should we start talking about the cast of Jumanji? Well, what we usually do is I talk about the plot.
1: So, Hemp... Yeah. Remind me because I have not seen Jumanji in almost a week. What happens in the film?
0: Oh, this is my least favorite part of the podcast. But the plot is, and so this is Dwayne been... Johnson
1: plays Jumanji, who yes. is a space pilot.
0: <laughs> he's, yeah, he's a big, muscly space pilot. No, the it should be really familiar to anybody who has actually watched a movie. Jumanji is like a very.
1: It <laughs> was so judgy of you. This should be really familiar to anyone who's watched a movie. <laughs>
0: How have you not turned on a TV and seen Jumanji like being rerun into the ground on either TNT or TBS? So
1: there's some teens, right? There's four (laughs) teens.
0: There are teenagers who basically get trapped into a video game and they have to play the game as their avatars. And if they escape, they escape Jumanji. And if they don't escape, well, you know the end. They're dead. That's yeah, basically so like the a, premise. A
1: magical, evil video game that sucks them in and it turns these teens into uh, Dwayne Johnson and some other actors.
0: So, the I think we need to talk about the original for a second, though, because the original was actually much creepier and had a very, like, sinister kids-get-abducted undertone to it.
1: So, in the original, Jumanji is an evil board game and the kids play it and then all these horrible monsters come out of the game into their house, right? Right. They
0: don't get sucked into to it like yes. a video game, the the game actually comes to life and like disrupts reality until they finish it. And it was much, I've, I've seen the original and it was much creepier than this one. This one does have like a light video game quality to it. Yeah, I would
1: call this a, like an action comedy. A family friendly action comedy.
0: It was not the worst movie that I have ever seen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was funny. I had low expectations. I watched it with my wife and my nine-year-old daughter. Everyone yep. enjoyed it. Um, uh, I thought The Rock uh, turned in did a great comic turn. Uh, I liked all the people in it. It's not weighty, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a fun romp.
0: Well, let's talk about the cast. We'll save The Rock to the end. It has uh, Kevin Hart. I don't understand Kevin Hart's appeal, I gotta say.
1: He's fine, he's just not that. I don't know, he's, I've seen his stand up, I've seen him in a couple movies. He's okay. Like, his role is to be the guy who, like, oh my god, we're in a video game, and he freaks out. And it's funny for a little bit, but I feel like that's all his character does.
0: I actually really liked Kevin Hart in this. I see the appeal, which we can talk about in a minute. But let me run through the cast real quick. Kevin Hart, Jack Black, Karen Gillian, Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas, right. As One a handsome guy, brothers. Nick Jonas and Bobby Cannavale.
1: He's the handsome Jonas brother, right? Like The others are less handsome, if I remember correctly.
0: I think that if you are a Jonas Brothers fan and you hear something like that, you might get boy some band. angry <laughs> emails.
1: Well, I guarantee no Jonas Brothers fans are listening to our podcast. So we're but
0: fine. I, in my opinion, yeah, he's like the handsome Jonas Brother.
1: Because all the boy bands have a one like extra handsome one. and He's the handsome one from me. Yeah,
0: Brother. yeah, yeah. Everyone's got to have like, a really cute one, and Nick Jonas is that one.
1: Uh, did you mention Bobby Cannavale, who plays the evil monster guy? I did.
0: I did mention Bobby Cannavale. Where,
1: where was I? What did you him? <laughs> I was branked... thinking about Nick Jonas.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were... <laughs> (laughs) gazing upon nick jonas so good cast um i like kevin hart in this i thought that and it's important to talk about kevin hart because he's apparently in every other rock movie with uh, dwayne johnson
1: yeah he's in a couple more
0: yeah he's in a couple. they've done a few together but kevin hart was good jack black great in this film so funny
1: every time like he's i think he's funny anyway maybe other people don't because he's got a real shtick. but i think he's the funniest part of this movie
0: I'm really this is not a Jack Black Jack Black podcast but I'm really coming around to Jack Black as a comedic actor and I think he's very underappreciated. So uh
1: so Kevin Hart plays so the the teen who turns into Kevin Hart is yeah. like a big mean football player. And the joke there is that Kevin Hart is kind of like a shrimpy little guy. So right. that's the, the recurring stick there. Uh, Jack Black plays Bethany, who's, I wouldn't say she's a mean girl. No. But she's kind of like the popular cheerleader. And she kind of looks down on the others because they're not of her social cast. Uh, so he plays her, which is kind of that's where the comic energy right. She's character. she's
0: very pretty, Instagram influencer kind of uh, blonde hair. Yeah, she's a know. queen bee
1: at the high school. Exactly. And so it's and funny because now she's this like fat, unattractive guy.
0: Well, yeah, it, it's really funny because she's like she turned into a fat middle aged yeah. man. She's upset. She's upset, and well, the other one is Karen Gillian. She is. As a teenager, it's like, you know, a mousy, brown-haired girl yeah, gets turned into like a super uber babe, you know, video game bombshell. Yeah,
1: a hot lady who can kick
0: fight. Right, (laughs) a hot lady. I
1: liked Karen Gillan in this. I think I've only ever seen her. Oh, no, she's in the Marvel movies. Yeah, she's in the Marvel um, movies. uh... The the mean, tormented robot character is not very interesting. Um, and then she was in that, like, they did, like, a lady version of John Wick, Gunpowder Milkshake. Did you watch oh, that? Oh, I
0: didn't watch that. Yeah, to... it's,
1: it's, it's just John Wick for ladies. Uh, but she's in that. And, and she's fine in those, but I actually, like, I liked her more in this than I thought I was going to.
0: I thought she was good in this, and I actually have seen this movie... Before, before I watched it again, and I had actually completely skipped over the the part where she is in the Marvel films. I didn't even recognize her. Well, she is bald and green, (laughs) right? She there's so much. There's no blue makeup on her, so it it didn't really register with me. Um, also an un credited cameo maybe credited at the end colin hanks who plays the grown up oh, right. nick jonas tom hanks yeah. the son yes uh, yeah
1: because uh, they are sucked into the video game mm-hmm. and they meet another kid who was sucked in a video game and he's like oh, i've only been here a couple months and they're like dude you've been here for 20 years you're the kid who went missing in our town um and then when he goes back it turns out he went back to his own time and got to live his life and we see him at the end and he's yeah, he's Colin Hanks. Um He got less handsome, messy age than
0: Unfortunately He was such an
1: attractive young man, and then when he was old, he was a little doughy.
0: You know what? It happens to all yeah, of us, yeah, Brian. That's <laughs> true. I'm <laughs> not gonna that's not wrong. Please let's not be too unkind here. No. I think we're ready to move on to Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, I
1: am gonna give Dwayne big props for this movie because it's a comedy, right? Like his his forte is you know smash him up, you know action movie car chase stuff. Uh, but here, there's very, you know, there's you know there's action and whatnot, but like it's primarily a comedy. And I think uh, he's the main character. He's like mm-hmm. he's the he's the star of the show. He's surrounded by these like really talented comic actors, and I feel like he doesn't uh, try to like outdo them. But he's also very like he also doesn't play the straight man. Like he does does his own comic bits like I think Jack Black's the funniest repeatedly but uh, Dwayne Johnson has the funniest bit in the movie where um uh, each of the characters has, like, these video game powers, and mm-hmm. one of his is, uh, I think it's smoldering gaze.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so a Smoldering couple th- <laughs> intensity. <laughs> yeah, smoldering
1: yeah. intensity. So a couple of times he does this, yeah, like, sort of, like...
0: Blue steel. Yeah. This yeah.
1: <laughs> Zoolander, you know, he's, you know, cocks his head, and, you know, there's, like, a musical sting. And then he does it a few times. It's really funny. Like, he really... Those those are the funniest bits in the movie for oh. me.
0: Right. So The Rock is playing, you know, all of the, the video game avatars, the Jack Black, the... The Rock, the playing their teenage selves, and as a teenager, he's this uh, slightly shy, nerdy, very um, unphysically fit kid who's uh, you know a little scared and not tough and and beat him up. So
1: yeah, the character arc there is that like he's a, yeah he's a little mousy, scared guy, but now yeah. he's in the body of this huge hulking man, and he's the main character, and he's the hero, and he has to rise to that. Blah blah blah.
0: So I I think this is a really good uh, movie from the Rock's perspective i think he does comedy really well i think he's that funny
1: he's he's, he's got
0: a, comic chops this guy yeah he's he's really funny he understands what he's supposed to do with the role and he's not opposed to like he the muscles are are used for comedy like yeah.
1: his it's funny that he's so big right it's like being important. His,
0: it isn't supposed to be like we're not supposed to take him seriously like his muscles are all no, no, muscles are always cartoonish and They're played for cartoon value here, which is great. Yeah,
1: he's supposed to be a big, giant, dumb-looking video game character here.
0: Um, You know, maybe that's why I didn't like Kevin
1: Hart as much as the— I feel like the other three—this is not a character arc kind of movie, but the other three do have an arc, right? Like, they, they end up in a different place than where they started. The Kevin Hart character really doesn't. He doesn't really, like, grow. He just is freaked out the whole time.
0: I'm I'm not looking for character arcs here. (laughs) No, no. So I actually, I like Kevin Hart in this. I think he's actually really funny because Kevin Hart's whole thing is... uh, Shrieking. His whole thing is shrieking. (laughs) Yeah, his whole thing is shrieking, but his whole thing is also like, I'm black, right? Like that's his whole thing. And this is one of the few movies where... It's fine to say That Kevin Hart is it, Not with Kevin Hart movies Right But it is uh, Yes he's black He's like the only person That ever gets to acknowledge The <laughs> fact His race In anything Wait are you okay.
1: saying Kevin Hart does this As part of his like Overall persona Or in this movie he Well
0: in this. this movie But also his overall persona Is uh, like he gets to be black That's Kevin Hart uh,
1: Maybe I need to Familiarize myself With the Kevin Hart Au Greater Before I can really, um, really opine on this
0: Well okay We, we do talk about uh, how the rock is coded in movies a lot and Kevin Hart is like there's one instance where the kid you know he's like like you said a big hulking football player and he's in Kevin Hart's body and he's like freaking out that he's small. And he's like, am I still black? Right. And he's like, yes, thank God I'm still black. Right. But The
1: Rock, the white kid turns into The Rock yeah. and no one remarks that his ethnicity has changed.
0: Right. And no one remarks that his ethnicity has changed, that he's half Samoan and half black, like just coded yeah. as The Rock. Once
1: again, The Rock is a white guy. Basically, yeah, he's basically
0: a white guy. He's basically like has no ethnicity whatsoever, <laughs> like completely wiped out. And you can't do that with Kevin Hart. Like he's always the person that's like, yes, I'm black, which is great. So that's a little point in his favor I think he's funny uh, You know
1: what I didn't I didn't mean to diss him He's, <laughs> he's fine he's, he's perfectly fine
0: One thing I will say Is that This is a little bit of a tangent But Kevin Hart is Extremely Extremely popular He makes a ton of yeah, movies yo, Yeah
1: people love Kevin Hart
0: And people love him.
1: Uh, Yeah, and you know what? I'm going to take it all back. I love (laughs) Kevin Hart, too. He's great. I love the Jonas Brothers. They're all equally handsome. (laughs) I don't want to say anything controversial. I will say, and we can uh, talk about this when we talk about the wokeness of the movie, the movie does feel very, like, carefully constructed. Like, someone sat down and said, like, let's make sure there isn't a single customer who might be offended by this product. And, like, I feel like it's very, like, the comedy is all very, like, safe and mm-hmm. like specific
0: yeah we can we can talk about the wokeness factor of this film do you want to jump right into
1: it yeah so did you feel this was a particularly woke film or perhaps an unwoke film
0: i thought that it had like mild breakfast club vibes <laughs> or yeah breakfast club vibes you know high school misfits uh, outcasts from all different social circles get Lumped into one big group and they have to solve a challenge together or whatever. Um, I did not think it was particularly woke or unwoke. I think that they made nods to. Female empowerment and uh, women shouldn't be judged for their bodies, but it's okay to be Mm. sexy. (laughs) And you're
1: referring to Karen Gillan's outfit. Yeah,
0: Karen Gillan's outfit where she's like, why am I wearing shorts in a jungle? So I
1: did think there was a, I feel like there's a sketchy move there, right? Where, so Karen Gillan is wearing this, yeah, this like ultra revealing, super tight, like little crop top and these tiny short shorts. Yeah, and they, and I think that's a nod to like you know video game women, video game characters like Lara Croft from Tomb Raider being dressed in these sort of unrealistic ways. So when she first shows up, she's like looking at her own body and she's very self conscious. She's like, oh my god, yeah, why am I wearing this ridiculous outfit in the jungle? Mm -hmm. And then the next scene, she's actually put on like an oversized man's shirt over her little tiny skimpy outfit, and you feel like oh, the movie is sort of commenting on this. But then for the rest of the movie, they just drop all that and she's just running around (laughs) wearing next to nothing.
0: Yeah, they want to have it both ways, right? Yeah. Yeah. They Uh, understand that you need some eye candy, but they are acknowledging the fact that this is incredibly sexist. Yeah, but I feel like, you
1: know, you don't really get points for acknowledging objectification and then objectifying someone a minute later. No,
0: no, no. no. It does not add any points to it at all. It very much is them saying yes, this is sexist. We're gonna do it anyway because we need eyeballs on this movie. And
1: if you, like before I saw this, if you'd ask me what I knew about it, I'd be like, oh, it's the one where The Rock goes into video game and also Karen Gillan wears that outfit. Like, it, <laughs> I remember that from the marketing of it. And you know, she looks great. She had probably worked really hard to get in that shape. I'm not, she can wear whatever she wants. Right. I'm just saying. The movie makes a little bit of a point of like waving itself a little flag and I don't think they should get to.
0: No, uh, I, I agree. I think that's a fair, uh, but there's nothing about the film that is particularly, like you said, uh, would be objectionable to anybody. It's Like a lot of rock films, totally apolitical, takes no sides. And not that Jumanji should, right? It's basically a kid's movie. It's not really supposed to... Um, but it's
1: almost like it has no ideological or- valence whatsoever. Like it feels like that is a deliberate choice. Like, let us not offend a single potential customer here.
0: Okay. So this is my, this is what I was thinking when I was watching it. When you compare it to the old Jumanji is that the old one, like I said, was a, kind of really creepy and uh, there were kids really got sucked yeah, it, into the game. They were
1: the like game. in danger. They were being attacked by a lion.
0: Yeah. There was no safe way out. Uh, and I thought that it was really bullshit. Sorry, I thought it was like pretty bullshit when Colin Hanks comes back and it's like no time has passed at all. When really that family should have been devastated, like their kid should have just been gone. Yeah, the one the beat, beat original, of emotional weight
1: in the movie yeah. is when they're like, "Dude, you, your, your life, you, you, twenty years of your life is gone." He's like, "Oh shit, that's that's rough." And then yeah, you're right; they even take that away.
0: Um, but the original one, they do have. Uh, that kid has just like Disappeared right So it's like It's weird and creepy And really sinister And not like Sanitized for kids And this one is really sanitized Like nothing bad Is ever gonna happen Yeah
1: It's very, it's yeah. very light In that sense Yeah, The one thing I will give it A modern day point though, You mentioned the breakfast club And yeah I feel like There's a long tradition Of like oh Different kids From different social cliques Have to learn to get along And blah blah, blah. Um, So that again That doesn't happen a lot here But the Bethany character At the beginning She's like oh I'm on my phone I'm into like cheerleading And boys and makeup And Taylor Swift after you guys are lame and you're not as good as me, um, she's again. She's not a bad guy, but she's not particularly likable. <laughs>
0: this is your impression of <laughs> teen girls. Is great.
1: So, but as they go along, she you, you do learn to appreciate her, and she kind of engages with them, and she like becomes like a part of the team. But I like that they didn't have her like. What you could see them doing is being like, like her putting away makeup and boys and Taylor Swift and cheerleading and being like, now I'm into indie rock and Shakespeare and I'm into like good stuff. Right. But really she's she's into the same things. Right. They just like, she learns to value herself and they learn to value her. So I like that they didn't like, like, oh, cheerleading is bad. We have to replace it with something good. They're just like, oh, cheerleading is fine. And now we like this cheerleader.
0: Right. They don't make her out to be the villain. I think in other movies, uh, she would have been made the villain, right? She would have been the mean girl. Yeah, they would have made but, her a mean girl. Yeah, but this one they have a little um it isn't automatically that the cheerleader is bad and the mousy girl is the good one. They have this uh, little conversation where she's like, Well, maybe you put people down because you're afraid of rejection, right? Like mm, there's yes. no judgment value right. there. Um, I think that's great. I think it's a great movie for kids. I think that it's an enjoyable movie for adults. And I thought Jack Black was fantastic in this film.
1: Yeah, Jack Black doing a like <laughs> a queen beef sixteen uh, year old girl uh, is is funny every time. Like every every scene is funny of him.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, she. Um, <laughs> I'm just thinking of the part where, and I mean, kudos to them for addressing this right. Like she's a girl and she like has a penis in the film, and she, there's a whole process of discovery. Oh yeah,
1: so I didn't know that. I might not have watched it with my nine year old daughter if I'd known there would be that whole scene. But it was too late. Once it was going, we had to just just. <laughs> just you know what? It's gonna
0: it you're gonna have these moments and kudos to getting through through it.
1: There's there's a funny scene where, yeah, like, so they have to distract some guards. And mm-hmm. since Karen Gillan's character is the hot lady, they're like, oh, you go distract the guards. But since she's really, like, uh, like a shy mousey girl, she doesn't know how to distract dudes. So Jack Black is teaching her, uh, like, how to walk and sashay and, you know, shake your hair and stuff. <laughs> Uh, And that was really funny. And then I think Karen Gillan is funny in the next scene where she's actually trying to do that stuff. Yeah. But she's really bad at it. Uh, Yeah. So that was a whole like they do get a lot of comic mileage out of that stuff.
0: One thing, one thing that I will give the movie points for is that we're so Bethany, the girl, is in the body of Jack Black. And, you know, she has a little flirtation with Nick Jonas and they're connecting and they have a couple of scenes together. Kudos to the movie for not making like one gay joke uh, about any of that i thought that was i was like thank you for exercising the barest (laughs) bit of restraint here and not like going for the cheap shot
1: again i think yeah this movie doesn't want to like put a wrong foot in any direction (laughs) ideologically so they don't put any feet anywhere but yes you're right that that uh, uh, an older movie might have you know made some like dumb like yeah oh i'm not a dude you're a dude and i'm a dude kind of stuff
0: no and they didn't do that Did you like the movie? I
1: enjoyed the movie. I thought it was fun. I would watch it with people. I would watch it on a plane. You know, it's already fading from my memory, so it didn't change me. But you you seemed a little down on it, but you've got some good things to say.
0: I, it's not, I'm not down on it. I did like the movie. I appreciated Jack Black's performance the second time I saw it. I think I kind of glazed over it the first time I saw it. um, I wish that it had been just a little bit more sinister. Like, I... The Colin Hanks thing Coming back to his own timeline Was a little too neat He
1: really wanted that guy's life To be destroyed I,
0: I think <laughs> that kids movies Used to be really Yeah there was no darkness dark. In this at all Yeah, yeah I think that especially in the 80s and the 90s, even if it was a kid's movie, it was going to be pretty brutal. Like the never ending story, stuff like that had a real <laughs> dark undertone to it. And this is like very happy and shiny for today's youth.
1: Yeah. And there's a lot of like action scenes, but like it, they're all very slick. Like mm-hmm. the, the CGI is dog shit. Right? And again, yeah. it's fine. That's not what this movie is. Right. Uh, you know, and the action scenes are overall well done. But yeah, they don't, they, never, they feel very video gamey.
0: So let's talk about let's do the the rockness factor of this film.
1: Yeah, this this, this feels like a little bit of a departure for for Dwayne.
0: It does. It feels like a little bit of a departure, but fairly consistent. To, does he kill or save people?
1: Uh, I don't. He he saves he saves people, right? This I don't think anyone gets killed in this movie.
0: They? Well, they get video game killed, right? They've yeah, got they three, three lives, lives yeah. so he like deliberately kills a couple of people. There's one scene where he grabs a dude by the helicopter in a helicopter Kevin Hart like grabs him so he's got some rock moments but they're all video gamey so no I'm gonna give that a no how big are his muscles
1: Uh, well as you said they're cartoonishly big uh, but you know we're not supposed to take them he's not using them here He's in this movie he's not smashing and bashing and jumping and kicking he's just like drawn that way
0: Yes, I agree with that. Uh, emotionally inaccessible like all rock characters.
1: Oh, see, here he's not. He's he's you know, he's vulnerable, he's going through something. Uh, because yeah, he's 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 playing on his giant physical persona, but of course his character as a sort of shy, retiring, you know, sixteen year old.
0: Right. Internally he's just an insecure teenager and is constantly like, Wait, how am I supposed to do this? So it's a departure for the rock. Good for him. Absolute moral goodness. Yeah,
1: right? This mm-hmm. character is he's the hero, he's the protagonist, he's- and you know, the movie makes sure it doesn't shine the spotlight elsewhere for very long.
0: Is there any man or woman who can challenge The Rock?
1: Ooh, I don't think so. Do you? I don't remember. Do you? Does Bobby Cannavale get any hits in on him or anything?
0: Not, not even close. He's no, like no. they go through their little list of like video game characteristics, and The Rock has no weaknesses. Oh,
1: that's right. Yes, the movie exp- <laughs> is explicit in the text of the film that he has no weaknesses and no one can stand against him.
0: Yeah, I mean it's really funny because this does play on like the inner text of The Rock. Like you have to understand what The Rock yeah. is culturally to mm-hmm. totally. find this really hilarious. Yeah. Which, yeah yeah, there's a
1: meta joke there that right. like hey the rock is this kind of guy so he made a movie where he is this kind of guy but he's inside he's a kid
0: um no it's a good movie i hope it made a buttload of money
1: <laughs> well they made another one so uh, <laughs> uh and the other one's fun right have you seen the other one i have not seen no. the well other there's one. another one let's let's go and watch it next
0: All right, who is the movie MVP for you? No,
1: Reese Darby is sort of a minor character. You may remember him from, uh, he was the band manager in Flight of the Concords. He plays like, he's the character who picks them up in the Jeep.
0: Oh, Uh, yes. So so the movie
1: gets some good humor from like video game tropes. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you know, they keep running into NPC characters and they're having a conversation with them. And then like the characters just repeat because they only know how to say their program thing. Yeah, so he's like their guide to the world, but he can only say a limited number of things. And that guy's funny. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay good I'm glad you picked him Because then I can go ahead And pick Jack, Jack Black, Black right, I can right. pick Jack Black Who does great work In this film Is probably a better actor Than I've given him credit for So Jack Black I'm sorry You did yep. I, I've been sleeping on you For too long
1: You know I feel like He has an acquired taste Like not everyone likes The Jack Black thing uh, you, my, when, um, you remember of course I'm sure uh, um oh my god was High Fidelity
0: High Fidelity where John
1: Cusack plays the record store owner and Jack Black is one yeah. of his record store clerks like a breakout role for him right uh, crazy laugh out loud funny in every scene yes uh, when that was in theaters back when we went to theaters I told my mom to go see that movie and I talked to her the next day and she's like oh it was terrible I was like why it's so funny he's like no i hated it i hated those record store guys no one acts like that <laughs> like no i know that exact guy that guy
0: is so real you probably were that guy <laughs>
1: in a sense i might have been that guy
0: i mean i was probably that guy except i was the girl so yes uh, he is an acquired taste but i think that he's really good in this and i'm glad that he's getting paid for it uh, where does this movie fit into the rock canon for you? I
1: think this is an important rock vehicle because mm. again, it's a, it's a it's a light movie, but I think uh, like all the movies we've watched so far, they're action movies. And the rock and Dwayne Johnson's job is to like fight and punch and be you know physically intimidating. Sometimes he'll do like he's always better when he's bringing his little light comic touch. But here he's all comic touch, right? His job here is to like be charming and funny and not gigantic.
0: I like it. I think I agree with you. And it's really important because this is the movie that a whole bunch of kids are going to see. And they're always going to associate The Rock with this film. right? They're, they might not be watching San Andreas. They might not be watching some of the earlier stuff or the more violent, gory stuff. But now he's family friendly. Yeah, this accessible. is a brand building exercise it's for him. Brand building. He's the
1: guy from Jumanji and Moana. Everyone right. loves him.
0: Right, he's got he's got everybody. He's got like military dudes that want to be the rock. <laughs> he's got moms who are super into guys with big muscles, and now he's got kids too cuz he's funny.
1: But there's a sense in which the, Dwayne Johnson's entire career is like this movie, right? It's like we must not alienate any market segments. So he's like, yeah, like you just everyone loves him. Yeah. He he's earned the love, but he never does anything including stray out of his range in a way that might make someone not like him. <laughs>
0: He Yeah, we I don't know if we've mentioned this before or not, but he's like the epitome of that Michael Jordan quote that everybody, I don't even know if it's real or not, but it's like Republicans buy sneakers too, right? Like he completely (laughs) understands that being political will alienate people and to him, he doesn't want to. So he's going to do completely like sanitized fare as much as possible and it's been a great career building move for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, I yeah. certainly can't knock the efficacy of what he's done. Um, but I would love to see him play like a villain or a morally ambiguous character. Like he's he can clearly do a lot of stuff that he chooses not to do.
0: I don't think anybody would ever buy The Rock as evil, though, anymore. What do you, well, that's the thing, you know, He should try that. But you can't. I like, think He's played so many good guys at this point that you can't just have him play somebody evil.
1: Well, you know, Kevin Costner, Tom Hanks, some of the, like the great beloved Hollywood dudes have, you know, have, have, have has, gone against cast. Has uh,
0: Tom Hanks ever played like an evil person? Uh,
1: Well, not evil, but uh, Road to Perdition. He plays a, you know, morally
0: an conflicted, yeah. morally conflicted, not straight up baddie though. Anyway,
1: that, that's for another podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's for something else. Uh, but. But no i agree with you i think that this is the rock completely planting his flag in another demographic <laughs> <that> <laughs> an will...
1: unexplored brand segment for me <laughs> the rock
0: that's gonna work all right uh, i i i'm all tapped out talking about jumanji what about you me
1: too let's go watch jumanji 2 the next level
0: <laughs> all right everybody thank you so much for hanging out with us and uh, please remember to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. God,
1: yes, do it. Just It's so good. And it took us a million years to get the stupid mic set up tonight, quite frankly. So yes, rate and review us and we will see you next week.
0: 10 Movies, our artisanal handcrafted podcast is brought to you every week with help from Seth Everett and Anthony Gill. All right, thanks everybody.